Good afternoon, good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Hershey Me Presents Real Talk Podcast. We're your hosts, Asia and Mike. I got and it. we have with us. And we have with us Junebug. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's coming. You know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> why, Mike? Why? Why? Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> and we have with us John. What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? Good evening. And- and Jewel. Good evening. Good evening. Salutations. All right, so ladies and gentlemen. So tonight's episode is a very special episode in which we are going to present to the world a new offshoot of the Hershey Me Productions group known as the King's Council. Hey. Known in smaller circles as the unholy trinity. (laughs) So tonight is an opportunity for us to introduce you to our three kings. And you should be familiar with them if you've seen any of the uh, king's court videos. Um, This is just a smaller branding of that and it will be a standalone series featuring just the guys no me I, <laughs> yeah. we three kings travel up uphill in the snow barefoot <laughs> for 10 right. miles right. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord what have I done so <laughs> hey. So guys, what are we going to talk about tonight? Or do you guys want to tell the folks a little bit about yourselves first before we get into the, ooh, I guess not. Faces got real strong. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who don't know, um, I am John, also known as Black Jesus. Uh, I come with uh, a lot of funny and a lot of straightforward and sometimes you can get one or the other confused so um just don't take it the wrong way but just 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 take it <laughs> just take it <laughs> take it just take it you got the you got the raping motherfuckers ears take it raw dog and ear holes that's what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jules. I am AKA, also known as the uh, Unholy Ghost. I, I think I'm more of the balance between the two. 
uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the Godfather here and uh, Black Jesus. I think I'm just a nice little balance. The, the, the mediator <laughs> of the two. <laughs> But it's um it's great to have this going, man. So um once again, we appreciate you, Asia, for giving us the opportunity, you know, to, to be heard on your platform. So thank you, little sis. No problem. And Mike, people are familiar, but they may not be as familiar as they should be. So you wanna tell a little bit? Hey, well, I am Mike. I am, as you already heard, the Godfather. I come with a lot of brash, a lot of asshole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got the comedy. And if you heard it, that's what I meant. <laughs> that's what I meant. We said it, he meant it, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, this, this, ah, this is either going to work or it's going to break. That's what I said. A couple more shots. <laughs> uh, I also want to mention that they will be uh, on occasion an additional member to this group, and that is Mikey. For those of you who saw the first King's Court video, um, otherwise known as Pastor Mikey, uh, Pastor Mikey will join intermittently, you know, but he is a an additional contributor to this platform. But these are the main. Three kings right here, Jules, a.k.a. the Unholy Ghost. Maybe one day we'll get you to tell why we call you that. John, Black <laughs> Jesus, it's more than just the dreads. And Mike, the Godfather, not just because he's the oldest. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's right around my lip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, one. Yo, one. See the start. This, this video is going to require a lot of editing. <laughs> no, no. Let them go. Just let them go. <laughs> let them go. We have started. And that's exactly what I'm about to do. So, guys, what do you want to talk about tonight? Hey, it's about, about to get real. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, um, tonight, uh, I think we're going to dive into just. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't even want to say dive in. We're going to put a toe in mm. to that. <laughs> to culture vultures. Mm. Vulturism of mm. black culture. You greedy motherfuckers. Hey, hey look. I, I, mean, couldn't say it, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's what <laughs> they is. I mean, okay, so I, I, I can, can we dive in? I mean, can we can we divulge right now? This is divulge. Oh, go, ahead, right. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Every time we come up with some fire ass dance move or some fire ass saying, you white people feel the need to whitewash it repeatedly until you think it's yours. Then you run around saying it. Now we we black people have done the ultimate blackwash. Of all time, the word nigga. We blackwashed the shit out of that shit, didn't we? And we made it ours. Y'all came up with this frame, <laughs> and we stole it from you. And it's only right that you want to steal back from us. And I get it. We ain't having that. But we ain't having it. <laughs> Tell them, Joe, we ain't having that shit. 
Regardless of whether you're a nigga or not, no. <laughs> no, we ain't having it. Don't even start your mouth to say nigga, nigga, no, nothing. <laughs> Nada, no. I said nigga. No, nigga. No, we ain't having that. Yeah. Talking about the boondocks. You saying, I said, what's up, nigga? But but it, it's not even, I'm saying, it's not even about, you know I'm saying, just the word nigga. It's about music, clothes, attitude, uh, well, you're saying for terminology, ebonics, ev- you're saying <laughs> everything that comes from black mm-hmm. culture. It seems to be, you know what I'm saying, housed <laughs> for, you know saying, yeah, for lack yeah. of a better term, so, stolen. Yeah. Just, you know what I'm saying, that's what happens. Agreed. Because you go back, you, I mean, you take um, country music for what it is right now. That that was something that developed out of Absolutely. blues. Um, the way we wear our clothes. I mean, our, our style of dress, everything. So, <clears throat> and then they, inf- I would say infiltrate, but <laughs> that's, not, that's not a correct term. But even then still affiliate, those that are affiliated with, with us that live in our neighborhoods. And I, you know I'm saying, I've already said it, cause I mean, I've had a few people, they, they look at my style of dress, and they're like, you dress white, Ooh. I dress white. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, how, I'm like, how do I dress white? Because my pants, my pants aren't sagging. You know what I'm saying? I got on flip flops. I can't wear flip flops and jeans. That's around. Yeah, that, you know what I'm saying? flip flops. No, if you wear flip flops right now and it's January <laughs> and it's 36 degrees outside, that's a you, you got problem. Got <laughs> well, say what? Well, say, bro, I, I got on flip flops right now. <laughs> No, I ain't not with no damn socks. Who wear the fuck wears flip flops with socks? That's what we do in the south. I said flip flops, not sides. Like thong flip flops? Like the one that goes through when you toe? Oh no. He put it in American the Eagle, my oh. man. American Eagle. American Eagle. Oh my God, you wrong, sir. Sir, cut. Um, cut. <laughs> <laughs> man wear flip flops here, around. Sir. Sir. No, 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 wait, let's get clarification. Did you wear them out of the house? What condition is your... But hey, look, yes, I wear my flip-flops out of the house. For one, check this out. No, did you wear them out the house to death? Yes. Uh, I can't save you then. Go ahead, get them. Please come to the council. Please come to the court, sir. Hey, look, look, I I was standing in the court. You know why? Because a lot of the times I'm going, I'm going outside in a gi. So when I'm going somewhere, I'm practicing. So I'm not trying to take off no socks and shoes. I can slip my shoes off and hop right on the mat. <coughs> but this is why you're at work. That you wear flip flops today. Say it's a nice weekend. Say it's a nice work today. You said, do I work? Did I work today? Yeah, you went to work today. No, I didn't go to work today. But you could have put on some damn shoes. I could have. But what the fuck? I walked I walked outside. I walked outside my car. Look, I walked outside my car and I brought my ass back in the house. You asked me did I go outside. You didn't ask me where the fuck did I go? <laughs> okay, the, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The question is, would you have hit the Walmart today with, with the flip-flops on? 
Yes, he would have. Yes, he would have. Yes, he would have. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> he paid it out. You see how you paid it back in the keys, right? You see how you paid it back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying to pull the homer on us. You see that? <laughs> he just eased on back. You know he's. I keep trying to save you. I keep trying to save you. And you I know, I know. You know what I'm saying? I know. <laughs> you got it. You got it. There's nothing I can do for you at this point. Hey, look, check it. I'm just. Maybe when they were slaves. Okay. Yeah, but. Hey, I'm just. Well, you know, y'all do call him the Godfather, so maybe it's his version of Jesus Sandals. I don't know. It, it doesn't. So that's, okay, so they're Jesus Sandals. So, well, then Jesus should be what, black Jesus? What are you saying? Hold it, hold it. Black Jesus is way different from white Jesus. <laughs> I didn't come down no cross. I'm not here for that. <laughs> hey, so you not here for that? Doing wrong. No, That's no lashes? None of that? None of that. You got beat me, putting no cross on my head, none of that shit. We ain't doing that here. What we're doing here is, see, I came to tell you motherfuckers what you did wrong so that you might be able to fix that before you get there. Okay. <laughs> See, and that's you why hate you to get there and then you got to be cute. You know what I'm saying? That's like, why what, you sit at that the right hand. <laughs> <laughs> to smite a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, we're gonna oh, we gonna move so, past you in the same in the in the in the flip-flops. How be able, you know what I'm saying? I'm, that's what I'm about to say, about to get back. We'll get back to that, but right now. So like I said, <coughs> no my man was like, you know saying you dress white. I mean, not granted, it's the middle of the summer, but I got on flip-flops and my jeans fit. So I'm like, what you know what I'm saying? Why? Because my jeans fit and my pants aren't sagging for as far as the way somebody speaks, because somebody speaks proper English. Not even, you know what I'm saying, not even the fact they have a draw, but if they speak proper English, they're speaking white. Why? Because you have an education. I hate that shit. I hate for somebody, I hate for somebody to tell me because I mean I used to get by my sh- I like skulls. And a lot of times, um, affliction back, you know what I'm saying, they were uh selling in buckle. I bought a lot of, you know what I'm saying, my my shirts out of affliction. Again, I mean out of buckle, affliction shirts. They had skulls on them. Same thing, you dress white. Why? Because I like what I like. I got skull rings, skull belts, you know what I'm saying? I got skull tattoos all over fucking arm. It's not a white thing. I told somebody I was going to get a tattoo on my leg. Oh, that, that's some white shit. What the fuck? So, But I think <clears> black <throat> people have a tendency to do that. and Because if we're going to call white people out, we got to call ourselves out too. So Black people have a tendency to to do that when it is something that is outside of what is quote unquote the norm. And to me, it's like, it's it's the exact opposite of what you should want as a people because you can't be out there crying for equality on all levels. And then when someone does something that is considered quote unquote out of the norm, it's like, oh, that's that other people shit. Like that's counter counterproductive to me. You know what I mean? Like you like what you like. The idea is that we should be able to walk in the world liking what we like, wearing what we wear, talking how we talk, listening to what we listen to. And it shouldn't, I I shouldn't be confined to a box based on the color of my skin. And that's what, and that's exactly what happens. Sometimes culture don't have that to do with uh, the color of your skin. Basically the area that you're in. For example, LA do things different than Atlanta. Atlanta Mm -hmm. do things different than New York. 
regardless of it, it's just the where you at, what coast you're mm-hmm. at, where, where you from, you know what I mean? You got people over there that's, that's in Tokyo, hip hop style all day. Yeah, absolutely. But you couldn't tell them anything because that's what they, that's the culture that they love, but yet still have their own tradition, their own culture. So it's more, I personally, I think it's a more where you from than more of a skin color thing. I've, I've known people that have grown up in, in white people <clears throat> um, that have grown up in black neighborhoods and they don't lose the, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to, you know what I'm saying, phrase that. They don't lose the whiteness. You know what I'm saying? You can tell that you can tell that they grew up around black people. But speaking on that, um, I had an aunt tell me, one of my aunts was like, you're gonna end up marrying, you know what I'm saying, a white girl. You're gonna be with a white girl. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I like what I like. You know what I'm saying? I'm not discriminating, but that's not, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't grow up looking for someone, because you have some black dudes out there that just only date white women. And I think that's fucking crazy. To me <laughs> but at the same time i wouldn't date i would date a white girl but what i i wouldn't date what i call uh, gray girls what you said what's wrong with gray girls what's wrong with gray girls what's girls that you're saying the, the white girls that you're saying talking loud and you're saying just being obnoxiously overly black they, they, all, they, the, all the ones that grew up in the neighborhoods with, and just, with black people and they it, think that they're black, but they're not like a yeah, little girl on the YouTube shit. Yeah. 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 I would date them only to take them around a group of black women and <laughs> watch them eat her ass alive. Because <laughs> that's me. Like, that's that, that's that I'm coming to teach you that you're doing wrong in life. <laughs> So I take your ass around a whole bunch of black women. You fuck around and say, "Yeah, y'all my bitches, y'all my niggas." Wap 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 wap. Then she gets old. This this I ain't really black. You see what I'm saying? She gonna wake up. You see? And then, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's, it's a it's a process. Takes a little minute for motherfuckers to catch on, but <laughs> but eventually you'll catch on. Once you done got your ass whooped. A couple of times, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you don't like. It's like um, you don't want to call it insanity because they doing it thinking that they can get away with it, but they actually getting the fuck away with it. You know what I mean? Like it's like, why? Why are we letting them get away with it? And see, I don't that, know, that's but a I, lot will, of times I, I do want to say this real quick though. Like I don't, I don't run into that the opposite way. Like, I, I mean, not to say that I've never come across a white dude who grew up around nothing but black people and he think he a little bit gray. Oh, no, I got a couple of those. But I very rarely run across a white man that's interested in me. And it happens that feels like he needs to assimilate. From uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's not a thing. Like, I've definitely, I find that the, the white men that have come across my path, once you get past figuring out if this is like a fetishy type of thing and you actually like start to get to know the, you know what I mean? Like you get past that. You're like, okay, no, he's really genuinely interested in me. Mm-hmm. I do find that they tend to be more interested in understanding your experience. 
Does that make sense? That makes plenty of sense. But what you're know saying, but a lot of times what I run across, you know what I'm saying, as far as white women or white women with daddy issues. And they, you know what I'm saying, my daddy, you know what I'm saying, said that he's going to kick me out the house. My grandma said that she ain't going to give me my trust fund. Fuck her. You know what I'm saying, I'm going to do this shit anyway. Not because I like you, but because I'm just trying to do something, get back. And I heard, you know what I'm saying, y'all got big dicks. I'm sorry. I've never. I've never. <laughs> That's the finished part, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really technically dated a girl. Uh, I think I scare all white people personally. Just me. I think if, not the unholy every ghost. time I walk by what? someone white, that's male or female, I just feel like that they either afraid of me. There's some that grab their purse, walk a little faster. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or if I was a white cop, you're does. Or you got those that kind of want you to kind of be. Coward, you know what I'm saying? Kind of wants you to be kind of be timid, kind of weak, no sir, yes sir type shit, and that's not in my DNA. Say, bro, you built like a Cincinnati lineman, though. I was gonna say you pretty. I'm about to say like your physical, not to say that they're justified, but your physical demeanor. I can understand why you walk intimidated. Gun on your hip, and you ready to punch anytime. Like you walk. Like I said, you built like a Cincinnati linebacker or something. You're trying to do something about it. Bust in the door. Guess what? Cincinnati. Brothers and females get women all the time, don't they? True. True. That's my case. True. But they know what they're looking for. Hey, but it's a lot of black people in Cincinnati. There's a lot of black people in Cincinnati, though. Those ones know what they're looking for. Though. You know what I'm saying? Like they they, they, they targeted, not the targeted. Paper. Yeah, they, yeah, the paper. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so that that's probably the difference there. I mean, I've I've dated outside of my race. Um, it's just not a preference for me. You know what I mean? Like I don't have a problem with it, but it just is not naturally what I lean towards. You know what I mean? Like. But that's a difference in saying that that's a difference in someone that's white saying they only date black people or somebody black saying they only date white people because you know what I'm saying being not being your preference and then saying hey this is only what I'm looking for in life. See I don't have a problem with you saying that you're only attract I don't have like like some people say like I don't like when black men say they only date white women. I don't give a damn if you say that you prefer white women where it becomes a problem is if is when your reasoning is detrimental to black women. So when you say things like, I don't date, I only date white women because black women are too loud or they too this or they too that, that's when it becomes an issue. Like you don't gotta put me down in order to defend your preference. You could just say, I like that shit and you like that shit. Like when is that reasoning when is that reasoning not detrimental? When is that re when is that reasoning not detrimental. Maybe he just like pink women. meat. Maybe he just like pink meat. Maybe he just like the way that shit look like a oops Oreo or something. I don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, it's just what he like. I don't knock nobody for what they like. It's just okay. when you feel the need to put someone else down in order to defend what you like. Yeah. That's I get that. I, get that. I, I, I definitely understand that. 
Because I'm like, I look at you having a perfect, like some people like, oh, I like dark-skinned dudes, or I like light-skinned dudes, or I like big girls, or I like skinny girls. It's what you're attracted to. But it's that right. moment when you like, look, I'm not finna fuck with no big nigga because then, then it's like, you ain't have to do all of that. Just, you like what you like. Nobody's, like, the big nigga's gonna be all right. <laughs> I mean, just like big girls gonna be all right. I'm just saying, for, I mean, and I understand that. But I've never heard, I've never heard somebody give a, for what I, you know what I'm saying, you like, and I get it, you like what you like. That's okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm okay with that. But I've never heard anyone give a valid reason, reasoning, mm-hmm. other than, you know what I'm saying, to put down the black, black female, women. black women, you know what I'm saying, because that's why they don't date. That's why they only date outside of their race. Yeah, I put them in the same category as, you know, as a car carrying member, CEO and CFO of the Big Girl Club. I put them in the same category as dudes who be like, oh, I don't fuck with fat girls because of this, because of that. Knowing damn well, they mama walking around the kitchen with that extra fat around their elbows. Like, that's some shit you need to work out with your therapist and God. Like, that has nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? That That has. She huh? said, go ahead, laugh. She said that shit. Oh, where are you going to talk to my man again like that? Like, she got a condition. It's more of a situation. It's probably the shit that they went through, whatnot. They didn't have this bad record, so now I'm done. So I'm only fucking with this at this point in time. I don't think that, I don't, I don't think. That's some internal shit. That's some internal shit, but don't manifest your internal shit. That's somebody speaking their truth. Not to say that it's right, and not to say what they're saying is right, but that's their truth from their opinion. That's why they do what they do. We don't technically got to respect that shit. No, you don't, Uh but that's their truth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Your truth is fine, as long as it's not at the expense of me. You get what I'm saying? So you can say, hey, I like smaller women. Great. It's the moment when you say, I like small women because fat chicks, that's when it's like, see, we don't want your ass anyway. You know what I mean? Like that's when you you roll into that. So when people say they have a preference for a certain race, I'm like, do you boo? But like you said, it's the re it's it's when they try to throw out their reason. And I feel like when you gotta go that hard to defend something that you're doing, you know somewhere inside that the shit ain't right. Well, I don't know. You know what I'm saying per- I'm scared of, I'm scared I'm scared of you I'm scared of you you know what I think it is Drew I don't think I don't think it is that you scare all white people I think I got I don't think I don't think it's that just because you scare all white women I think it's, you're not attracted to white women so the ones that are probably throwing themselves at you you ain't paying them no mind <laughs> I think I think I'm not I, Track, yeah, yeah, you know what? That actually, that she could be right, she could be on something. <laughs> then I'm not Cause, attracted to white, well, no, because I'm the same way. It's like, it's like people that I'm not attracted to. Like, I went out to Applebee's, right? And I was sitting across from another um, individual, she's a female, and I'm um, sitting there, and we're talking. And the waitress came up and gave me a compliment. And my nigga, I didn't even look in her direction, like, I ain't even. Like, even after she said what she said, I was like, yeah, so anyway, you know, and the chick that was sitting across me was like, yo, she just said you had nice hair. You're not going to say thank you? And I looked up, and I, oh, hey, how you doing? You know, 
You can do what you Because like I wasn't I wasn't even looking for, you know what I'm saying, uh uh somebody like yeah. I just wasn't even you paying on that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I scared. That's what it is. <laughs> so you scare all white people. That's your story. You sticking to it, Joe? Huh? <laughs> yo, I, I scare. I think I just scare all white people, man. I, I think this you is just it. don't be paying attention to the Beckys that be throwing they throwing their whole mouth yeah, at you. Right? Becky, I live by a bunch of them. One, one Becky <laughs> thought I was a drug dealer. The most, I was like, yo. The shit kind of pissed me off. Out of Just all these people, you. you gonna come to me and ask me if I have something? She was Bitch, turned on by you. Like? <laughs> you look like a drug dealer. You look like a look six like foot boy. something <laughs> brawling ass black man with dreads. <laughs> no, you you like, fit no the way description. Way. <laughs> no, I had a fade. You a regular fade. Even better, I bet you it was spinning with the waves and everything at that point. And white, look, at Crow, they got fades and white t-shirts. That's it. They never wore a collar shirt. Never. Never. That shit was like, oh, that shit bothered me so bad. I'm like, why me though? Like, why? Why me? It's a, but, it's a but, fucked up but stereotype, but, but it the same, is. Yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This why, right here. Absolutely. Yeah, but at the same time, the same people that are scared of you are the same people, because we're going to bring it full circle. You know what I'm saying? Or the vultures, same people. Same people that's riding around. You, be, you know what I'm saying? You pull up on them, they jamming the Tupac, and got it, you know what I'm saying? And saying every nigga in it. You know what I'm saying they listen to Dr. Dre every minute. Yeah, first nigga. Until you know <laughs> they, you know I'm saying you pull up and stop at the light and they jamming, nigga. Oh shit, we about to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. So I would question today to you know what I'm saying anybody of a Caucasian persuasion is why. Why would I don't even? Why? You saying why? Why do you hate us so much? No, you don't hate us. It's clear. It's it's clear that you don't hate us. You envious like a your faces is green. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all want to beat us so bad. Like think about it. We good at everything. You know what I'm saying? We invent all the shit that you need in life that you want. You know what I'm saying? Our women got fat asses and good pussy. Goddamn, y'all bitches got. Good mouth. That's pretty much it. Y'all taught our bitches how to swallow. That's probably what you did. You know what I'm saying? I what did I go too far? You gonna have to edit all that shit out. All her songs gonna drop out. All of it. All of it. We're canceled. We're canceled. <laughs> We're canceled. He ain't made the first episode. We canceled. <laughs> she gonna get hate mail from this point on. <laughs> wow. Um, for the vultures out there, what is it? About our culture that makes that 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 makes you want to gravitate to us so much, but at the same time, make your parents hate us. I guess yeah. your parents, like your parents and their parents and their parents, 
That's how you got all this hate in you. you know it's not even because that's a you're uh-huh. like I, we as a black man in America, blacks in America, for some reason we just get the worst reputation ever, regardless of how we I like get. we like weed, right? Regardless, like like. Like and all the other reasons are the most worst drugs. It's the wholesale. We spend the most money. Our creations, our 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 intellectual property, because that's all it is, has made others millions, billions, trillions for hundreds of years. This is nothing new. This is nothing new. The sad part about it is us as blacks african americans or whatever you call yourself we devalue we devalue our own culture unfortunately that's the truth we let people come take our shit Mm -hmm. exploit it hell we even exploit ourselves at some point in time just for that dollar so can we really get mad at a motherfucker that's coming in because they want to be something that they're not? We, we, when we don't even respect ourselves enough? No. Why not? Why get mad at a cultural vulture? We can't respect our own fucking culture. Who? The fuck? So how can they go take us serious for anything? We can say all we want to. Oh, yeah, they come in trying to be like us. This, that, third, nah, 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 nah. Shit, turn around. It's uh, your brother short for the right cause. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. There it is. Mm-hmm. I think to speak to, to John's point, I think the same answer could be for both. You either hate what you can never become or you do everything in your power to be it. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, I think Black people are great. I think we are an amazing, special breed of human. Right? And so you either going to... Human either. Superhuman even, right? You're either going to hate what you can never be, right? Because no matter what you do, you cannot be right? Or um, because you recognize the value in it and you realize that if you make, if you tell, you know, tell Black people that they have no value, Mm -hmm. then they'll never rise to their full potential. That's what they've been doing to us for hundreds of years, right? Mm -hmm. It's teaching us to devalue ourselves, speaking to what Jewel said. Like, we are the first ones to cut ourselves short, Mm -hmm. right? We are the first ones to take ourselves out. Like, we don't um, fully embrace the idea of what I've spoken to in the past is like the Black tax. You know what I mean? Like we don't, we don't really truly lean into each one, teach one, and all of these different things um, that we see other not just white people, but other races, cultures do. You think, know what I mean? I think that's like not having uh, the patience anymore to even sit down with each other and try to build something. You know what I mean? Because a lot of like okay. Like our like I'm what I mean by patience is like 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 we'll be patient to wait on a paycheck. I'm gonna work this week and I'm gonna get this paycheck. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> that same amount of determination and, and drive, we don't put it, we don't even put that in our kids. You know what I mean? Like, 
I'm going to focus on you and I'm going to make sure that you graduate. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure that you know uh, every big word that I can ever teach you so that you know you, you have a better vocabulary. You're not just cussing every other word because you don't know what, you know, you know how to, you know how to use words. You know what I mean? Like, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Go, no, 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 no. I was about to say, I, dis, I, I kind of disagree with that one, but go ahead. I think go what ahead. it is, though, I think mostly what it is, and we can say this for a, a large percent, a large percent of African-Americans that we're busy trying to survive. That's a, we're trying to survive. That's a bigger Sometimes part of it. Sometimes it's just by, you know what I'm saying, just you're not really thinking about the next person, you just think about the people that it's in your, your group. Even in, in your circle. And that's what, and that's what, and I was, and I was about to touch on that too, because a lot of that, um, you have to think a lot of black people live in these impoverished areas. Absolutely. So they're working, you know what I'm saying? Because they're working, so they're working from check to check. Not to say that you, they can't take that moment to be like, hey, each one teach one. Cause you know what I'm saying? We all have those moments, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In life where we have the opportunity to, um, you know what I'm saying? To further somebody else other than ourselves. Absolutely. But at the same time, we are also in these impoverished, you know what I'm saying, communities, a lot of yeah. black people. Yeah. So they are, you know what I'm saying? So they're struggling to get ahead. So they don't, you know what I'm saying? So they don't have that, op so they don't have the opportunity, you know what I'm saying? To, you, to, to bring, to watch, to look out for another person. Another because you have a lot of- and, and, and to add on to that, a lot of times if you do have a successful, they're first generation. You know what I'm saying? So they're yeah. not knowing exactly how they even got there or how to teach it. They're just trying yeah. to hang on to what they have by mm -hmm. anything. Right. 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 But then, and then again, we go, and then we again we go back. You know what I'm saying we're gonna make a couple circles. We're gonna make a couple circles. Um. So now you got this person that did make it out. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they come and they go back to wherever it was they came from. And you got all these other black people that you know what I'm saying hating on them because they made it out. Maybe, maybe they didn't have the same opportunity that, that person had. They mom, you know what I'm saying? They mom was working double shifts, triple shifts, you know what I'm saying? To just to, to survive. So they had to get out and do whatever they had to do. So they still there, but you can't hate on somebody else because they made it out. It's crabs in a barrel. But that to me, that's 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 generational thinking. And that has to be the cycle has to be broken at some point, right? Because we You're are right. taught, like, you got to do what you got to do. You got to get it for yourself. You got to this, you got to that. And it's like, what is not often taught is, okay, yeah, you got to get out there and you got to make it. But when you make it, you got to pull somebody else with you. You got to pull somebody else. And you got to make sure that you, you open the door for someone else. For me, like, that is the idea behind giving you guys a platform of your own, right? It's like, my platform is not huge. But if I have 15 people watching, and I know that you guys bring this amazing value to the table, then why not create something else so that someone else can build? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just a matter of, hey, I stepped through. I had a conversation with someone last night who was asking me about my platform. And I spent an hour and a half on the phone last night, tired as hell. But I walked her through my process, what I learned, where I messed up, the difference in my videos, the programs I used. Because for me, it's like, I'm not getting anything out of this. I'm not going to get a dime out of whatever it is that she's going to do. But if it can help her get it out, if it can help her build, then she'll be more inclined to pass that on to someone else. 
right? That person that comes up to her and says, hey, I see you got your stuff going. How did you do it? That is how you build community. That is how you build each other up. Like, we don't have legacy family. And a lot of, see, this is what, see, this is what happened. You know what, you know what, you know what tore all that up? Desegregation. Uh, Let's talk about it. Desegregation. <laughs> Before desegregation, you had the black community was just that, a black community. It was a village. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I remember even me, you know what I'm saying, back in the early 80s. If it was, you know what I'm saying, at school, hell, my uncle was the principal at school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if, if something happened, my uncle was tearing my ass, aunt was tearing, great aunt was tearing my ass, my grandma was tearing my ass, mama was tearing ass. Community, it was community ass whoopings. You got those. Now, <laughs> you got kids raising kids. Talking about yeah. don't touch my kid, and you got and you telling the grandmothers, dads, there comes along yeah, yeah. discipline. Don't touch my kids. But when we talk I'm, about I'm just, with the community, when you have places that thrive like um, Black Wall Street, Harlem Renaissance, when Black people yes. ain't said desegregation, you know what I'm saying? Say when 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 what's that? Andrew Jackson released. I was it Andrew Jackson that released supposedly supposed to came up with the uh, with the reconstruction. You have all these free slaves that have all these damn skills, but they didn't have education. The right. shit that they did for white people, we knew how to do that shit. White people had to pay us to do this shit. Once they figure out, like, hey, we need some bread, yo, well, I can do this shit. You can't, because I've been doing this for you. You're gonna have you have to swap this off. Either you're gonna give me about five or six chickens, or you're gonna give me that crib over there for this that's shit. That that, that's what that's, the, the that's what technical schools came from. Build it far as economic wise. Economic. Yeah, that's how, because we had skill. It, we were skilled we laborers. That's and that's where tech. That's where technical schools came from. Absolutely, and we have people <laughs> education who could read and write. You know what I'm saying? And with those those are coming in and guiding the rest. But that's how that development started. You know what I'm saying? But. Once again, we got motherfuckers that like the damn crash planes in the middle, goddamn. Burn, get jealous, get just. They fear, they fear the power, they fear the power of the potential. You know what I'm saying? The, the power of the God and goddesses that we are, and then do anything to sabotage it, hands down. But I do feel like there's a change. I do feel like. There's there a is a atmosphere. change in the atmosphere. There is yeah. a change. Yes. I feel like I feel like whereas, especially with like over the summer, you know, with the George Floyd, like all of the movements and stuff that are, have been happening, I feel like there's a shift because you can't just placate black people with a little uh, sprinkle and they're just sitting down. They're not sitting down. You know what I mean? Like Black people turned a red state blue. You know what I mean? Like they're not just sitting down. They are, people are really starting to, and I think a part of that is people being forced to sit at home for so long and be inundated with these images that we were inundated with in 2020. These weren't new things for us, but they you couldn't, you couldn't go out in the world and dismiss it, right? You couldn't go to work and be like, whatever. White uh, privilege. They started to really recognize white privilege. Pri yes. So, privilege. so with with things that are that yeah, have been happening, I feel like 
I feel like the shift, there's a shift coming if people keep going in that direction. I think if we drop the ball, we will end up exactly where we were, right? But I think if people, if, if Black people, and that's what we're talking about right now, really take the time to empower ourselves and each other, right? Then we can get, we are, we are closer to getting where it is we quote unquote want to be. You know what I mean? If we become, if we become that community again, because again, you, we, you know what I'm saying? When you talk That's about, you know what I'm saying? The Hispanic community, you talk about the Asian community, those people take care of their family. You know what I'm saying? Now granted, it may be all one family, but even with that being said, even if they got, you know what I'm saying? 10 people living in a house, you know what I'm saying? They all take care of each other. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're, you know what I'm saying? That's what they're doing. You know, they're, you know what I'm saying? They, and they're working together for the betterment of that family. Mm -hmm. So if, you know what I'm saying, we, we would come together not to say, hey, move all your sisters and brothers in one house. Yeah, but at the same time, because I don't want, I don't want all mine here. I'm just saying, if we came together as, you know what I'm saying, with that, with that, single-minded as a community for black people and put that focus back into the black community i think we you know what I'm saying we get a lot we we would be we would we would be a lot farther i think we will get you know what I'm saying and you know what I'm saying by adopting that mindset we'll get a lot farther yeah the best thing we can do as individuals is as individuals we can do Expect the next person that's next to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do what you yeah. can as an individual. If it's just giving back to the community or, you know, what you do, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the classes and things of that nature. Every little bit counts, man, because you never know. You may be the spark. Like Pac said, you may be the spark. You know what I mean? To hey, that, get it going. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, look, I, I look, I looked at, you know what I'm saying? My kids, you know what I'm saying? When I coach, when I, even when I was coaching football. Um, coaching football, basketball, wrestling, any of that, and even now um, in teaching, I look to inspire the kids that you know what I'm saying that I'm with. So they take that to wherever you know what I'm saying they they leave me. They have you know what I'm saying not only even if they it's not something that they do for the rest of their lives, they learn something in this class that they'll at least have with them that they can use. And you know what I'm saying, and teach somebody else. And it might, and even if it doesn't, you know what I'm saying, they don't stick with it. If they teach somebody else and they, you know what I'm saying, want to come to class, hey, I'll be it. So again, it's, I get somebody. I'll, you know what I'm saying, I'll be able to touch somebody's mind, somebody's heart, make them a better person. Like, like look, like, like we say, look, like we say, like we say um, in, in masonry, you know what I'm saying, we take and make good men better men. That's all I want to do. That was a good one. I like that one. That was a nice little bring it together. <laughs> bring it all together. Full circle that one, sir. That was a full <laughs> yeah. circle. You know, I thought I was the queen of the full circle moments, but you, you might have to carry the torch on this one, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I think this is going to be amazing. I'm so looking forward to uh, watching these conversations without having to be an active participant, because I feel like they're going to get worse. I feel like you guys kind of ring yourselves 
in because you see the looks on my face. So I'm interested to see <laughs> what these conversations look like. Oh, they're they gonna be better because you're not gonna be in it. <laughs> That's for damn sure. <laughs> no filter. <laughs> hashtag. That's what you should put on the hashtag. No filter. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'm super excited about the King's Council and everything that you guys are going to bring to the table. Um, as we can see from our previous prior conversation, you guys are going to bring the funny, the sarcastic, and the real, depending on the day, that'll vary who brings what. But This <laughs> is <just> true. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I am very proud of you guys. I feel very honored and blessed to be able to introduce you guys under this new platform. And I'm super excited. Anything else you guys want to say before we close it out? Well, we're excited too. Thank you for having us. Yes. Well, you're still going to be here. You can't go nowhere. You just got two jobs now. <laughs> I got three jobs. I should be Jamaican. You, got, you do though. You do. You I do have three jobs. three jobs. <laughs> Once again, it's just an honor to be on this platform, man. I appreciate everything, sis. Um, Let's go ahead and get it going, man. Let's get it popping. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. You know me. I'm in here and totally enjoying um, <clears throat> everything I get to say <laughs> and get away with. <laughs> I'm having so much fun right now. <laughs> but no, awesome, uh, I'm, I'm loving I'm loving the, the, the topics that we're talking about. I'm loving touching on topics for other young generational uh, wise asses like myself uh, are able to go back and look at and kind of get some direction. I think that's dope. So I'm super excited. And you know what I'm most excited about? The next time you see these three gentlemen in a video, they will all be in the same room together. Right? Bam. Good. So I'll be there too. I might yell from the background or something, but <laughs> but the next uh, King's Council video will premiere uh, mid-February, and all these guys will be together in one room for the first time. Probably not the last time, but definitely the first time. So I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to that. I thank you guys so much for coming on. Mike, you want to close us out? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you have heard from the King's Council. We have premiered. And this has been another Hershey Me Real Talk production. See you next time. Peace. They made a demon out of me. Then they put a cross to my face. They put a circus out of me. Cause I got some blood on my hands. But they would see me when I'm coming.